<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia, and we are powered by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform we use to get all the data we need for our show, from who listens to us all the way to where they are. Podmetrics takes care of all of that, so we can make better content for you. You can even integrate Podmetrics with Facebook and YouTube, so you can get more data from your live streams. So, if you're a podcaster or want to start your podcast, go visit podmetrics.co and sign up for free. Use our code DOGBEHINDHUMAN. I can't remember a life without dogs, put it that way. Dogs don't think about the past and they certainly don't think about the future. They literally live in the present. Correct. That's why they are so happy. Hi, this is Dog Coach Francis. And this is Tina Ryan, joining you guys here in the Dog Behind the Human. This show is powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Enjoy! Welcome to the show, you guys. This is the Dog Behind the Human with my amazing partner. Partner, of course, the main show, the main show host is Coach Francis, Dog Coach Francis. I'm just like the, you know. Ano ba? You on the show nare? Ano ba? The, uh, the lovely uh, sidekick. My name is Tina Ryan. I don't know what to do with myself because Samantha saying hi. <laughs> Samantha saying oh hi. God. Samantha, you're gonna love our guest. Like yeah. seriously. Like I, this is like, I, I don't even, I, you know what, to the guests right now, before you turn on your camera, I was like, <gasps> he actually agreed na wag buksan muna yung camera niya because I wanted to surprise dog coach Francis. He's been feeling crappy about this whole lockup thing with, with his, ano lang ah, sa neighborhood lang naman po niya, nasumunod na rin naman ang NCR and Mega Manila. So, uh lang. so um <laughs> this is a surprise guest nga para mas excited si Tina though I'm just trying to contain myself. Um uh teka. So Tina went ahead and uh found uh well, well was looking for a guest in the show. Tapos sabi niya, coach hindi ko sasabihin sa iyo. Ano lang. Uh it's going to be a surprise. So uh just... ngayon <laughs> I Kita-kita, we're both, I don't know, we're both excited. <laughs> no, kasi coach, I actually had, uh, uh, I had a pleasure of working with this guy once. And I can't believe how, like, sobrang talented this guy. Like, parang napanganganan lang ako. Parang, and then I told myself, I'll probably never host with him again. Just because he made me look so much like a, like a beginner. <laughs> <laughs> to think that tagal ko na sa no this guy is I look up to this guy uh, uh-huh. I don't know what to do so magtambi you're hyping me up aren't you you're you're hyping me I'm up I'm not I'm just super excited because <laughs> he said yes and he he's definitely gonna raise awareness about uh, what we're fighting for spaying uh, animal cruelty just oh I love like, that oh, oh like th- we need his power. Wow. And spread the Whoa, word. I wonder who this is. I wonder Uh-oh. who this is. I mean, so, uh, okay. <laughs> Teka, baka hindi tayo, tayo makapagsalita. 
I'm just so happy he said yes. Like, oh yeah. my gosh. Uh, I, I think, ano, even uh, Samantha Pervers is ano, super curious now because there's a lot of people in comment session. So, um, um, he's like everybody's idol. I'm sure you also adore this guy. So, without further ado, Coach. Mystery <laughs> Man. Who are you? <laughs> Mystery yeah, Guest. Who is this? Okay, there you go. Oh! <laughs> oh! I was just milking it. Oh I was just milking God. it because, wow, what an intro. I mean, I wanted it to not end. Ow. I didn't want the intro to end. In fact, I suggest the whole podcast just be an intro, the whole intro, because oh I was just God. having so much fun. James, I just wow. want to say, Papi, I am forever, forever grateful. Hi, guys. For for you saying yes, I'm like ah, oh, I can't believe he said yes. A lot of us. Oh, I, wow. I love. I mean, my gosh, you know, two of my favorite things: animals and Tina. Oh. Come on, you know? oh. how would I say no to that, right? Oh, we worked together before. We have history. We love the same type of creatures, you know. <laughs> we both have a passion and love for for animals. Come on, I don't it's a like, no-brainer. I was telling a coach, but I don't even know how to introduce this guy because you're like <laughs> a guy of many hats, say you. Pero like, correct me if I'm wrong, papi. Diba you? Parang ano? I I we met in the motoring industry, diba? Because you used to do a lot of car reviews. <laughs> I always thought that it was radio. I always oh. thought that, you know, our background or when we first met was radio. And then we crossed paths again in motoring. But, you know, I don't trust my memory anymore. So <laughs> I, I'll, I'll go by whatever you say. But I kind of have a feeling, Tina, that it was from the earlier days of radio. And yes, there was a crossover with motoring. But um, that was my first job here in the Philippines was... The Hive, 100.3. I don't know if you remember that, those oh, days. But gosh, um, see? then you were, um, then I joined the K-Lite. And I think that's where I saw you, RT, a little bit of RT and that whole sort of little, did a little stint there. And then we, I think hosting, basta, you know. Once when na, it was the smallest big city in the world. Papi, wow. once na nakasama ko si, I coach na, isang best ko nakasama uh-huh. si Papi James Maghos, and I was blown away. He was the first guy I ever worked with na hindi humawak ng script. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> Papi, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for saying yes to Tina. Um, na surprise ako. So this is all about dogs. And uh, I understand you also have a golden retriever. Is that correct? Yeah, I have a, or, I have a golden. Uh-huh. I have um, an Aspen. And an Aspen. I have two cats. There you go, diba? Oh, I my technology. God. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, my that. God. Sorry about that, guys. You know, Bobby, <laughs> my fiance, actually, when I told him that I'm, I was going to have you tonight on the show, he said, you ng konti, ha? I'm blushing. I'm blushing now. But I, I wanted to say the reason what the reason why I got kapal ng muka to actually message Papi James is when he posted the video of this dog who was oh. parang behind the remember that post you, you put up, James? Yung parang dog na nasa <laughs> Likod ng pick-up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was on the NLX and I, I just bought my cat. 
camera majorly and uh and ng setup no? Oh nga eh. This is the dog behind the human Tito Clock version. <laughs> Tito Clock edition. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So after seeing that right. post, I messaged James. I go, I gotta have him on the show, man. Because well, I appreciate it because you know, you know, it's it's not my. I'm sorry, if I have to do this. It's just go, go, I'm, man. Go ahead. You're, you're James Deacon. James D. <laughs> James D. <laughs> the amount of times I do this, I would get it right. But you know, I'm I'm not a techie people. <laughs> there we go. That's that's the best I can do in short notice. Um, wow. Yeah, so that was that was one of the. It's not really. I focus on transport and motoring, but you know, um, every now and again, I jump out of my lane for things that I really, really care about. And obviously, animals, children, anyone in our society, I feel who who doesn't have a voice, mm-hmm. I, I have a very soft spot for because I feel that in some ways, that's what I've been given. That's the talent that I've been given is a voice. So even before I had a platform, even before I had an audience of any sort, I had this ability to be able to articulate either how people feel or certain uh, situations and put them into language that everyone can understand. So I'm a very firm believer if you've been given something like that, you you must devote a certain portion of it to charity or to community. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. So you because I've been following James D. I mean, who doesn't, right? So apparently <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was um uh, yun nga, yung mga advocacies niya, even with the cats in BGC. And I think I remember one post just to prove that how much of a fan I am as well with uh, our guests. Uh, Meron siyang sinabi to the line of, never mess with, with animal lovers. <laughs> it never ends well. <laughs> it never. I mean, did you watch that, that, that Netflix series? Um, don't F with cats? I don't know what rating your show is, right? Have you ever seen that? What, what show I have is a, it? I, I, it's called, it's on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. It's called Don't F with Cats, but they spell the F word. Oh. <laughs> of your, your podcast rating, so I'll just leave it at that. But it's a group of, I guess, animal lovers, and it's bizarre. I mean, it's still, it unfolds a story you could never even imagine. So I won't spoil it for you because I think it's still worth watching. But yes, it does go to show and give you a glimpse of the passion that people have. Animal lovers, uh, don't screw around with them. Don't mess with them because, you know, it's, when it's our four-legged friends and our, those who just can't sort of speak up for themselves or mm-hmm. those who, you know, are, nah, people get really, really protective over that. And rightfully so. That's All right. Um, Papi, oh no, what is the earliest memory that you have about uh, having dogs? I can't remember a life without dogs, put it that way. So Aww. my earliest memory would be, okay, earliest distinct memory because, you know, obviously I, I remember uh, when I was much smaller and we had pets and stuff like that. But no actual situation jumps out per se until about I think I was probably five or six years old and our dogs we had two dogs a Japanese spits and hybrid of some sort <laughs> we always usually mix them up with an aspen or something and so there was panda and sandra uh-huh. two just garden variety dogs and they had pups at the same time so we had panda gave birth to 10 and sandra gave birth to eight so we had 20 dogs in a three-bedroom <laughs> suburban home in Yerville designed for probably one dog or two at the most. So we really, 
wow, we had to keep those dogs for, um, I don't know, what's it, three months, two months? What's the nursing period? Uh-huh. Um, so yes, I I'll never forget they were there were like puppies everywhere. Like you know you you'd be walking around the house and the the helper will be sweeping and then there's a pup behind the <laughs> behind the pot. There's a there's a pup over here. There's a, a pup in the shed. There's a pup everywhere, right? I mean the twenty dogs in a small house. Wow! Um, but it was say yeah, super say yeah. You know we were we were young and we grew up with those dogs and we played with them and you know we talked to them like because we couldn't afford GI Joes yet. So those were <laughs> Our GI Joes, we would we would talk. <laughs> One would hold the other, and then, and then my brother would make them fight, you know, with their but with boxing and not not bite, not like you know. So we'd hold their hands and then you know, and so we we just always grew up with dogs. Always. And then, funnily enough, my mom is the only one who doesn't like dogs or cats or any kind of. But she was totally outnumbered. Totally oh. outnumbered. Like my mom's a, a very particular person with the home. So mm-hmm. she's very particular with her furniture and her, you know, her things where they should be and mm-hmm. all that. So that's why she's not a fan of dogs or cats and stuff because she doesn't want the hair and all that kind of kalokohan. But my father, pure British, very, very, I mean, they have a strong dog culture over in the UK. Uh-huh. Actually, they have a strong culture, dog culture in, in Europe and most places around, but Europe, very strong. So, yeah, he he kind of gave us or taught us that passion for, for animals and stuff like that. And we're three boys. So, yeah, four boys against my mom. She <laughs> conceded that battle. But she got us with everything else. But, yeah, she let that one slide. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, okay. That's my, uh. my dream is to have a big, big yard. Like a tiny home with a big yard and like 30 uh-huh. dogs maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would actually, that's also a dream of mine, but more more rescue. But Yes, exactly. You know, like, yeah, have a, have a farm or something like that where you could really let them mm-hmm. roam and stuff and, and, and take care of them. But yeah, maybe one day, maybe one day, something to work for. Isn't Matt Groening the creator of uh, The Simpsons? Simpsons, yeah. He bought a land in Malibu just to mm-hmm. have, I have to, I have to... I have to Social. do d- double check that. I know somebody bought a land in Malibu and made it like I don't know for rescue dogs. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I have to know. I'll double. I'll Google it later uh, when we're done. Well, you know, we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, Malibu dogs, cats of BGC. They're getting kind of social now. You know? They got premium addresses now. <laughs> awesome. All right, um, Papi, Yun, ano? Um, because I've been following your under then, even I, I get to listen to your show then. It, it's the show in K Light, eh? I'm not sure if it's still on, but usually it's on Friday night, yeah. So, well, we it's not on anymore. We had to stop during the first pandemic. Uh-huh. I've lost count of how many we pandemics we've had. <laughs> what are we in? What, what are we now? Is it MECG? FQ? We don't even or, know anymore. FU, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. FQ. We're under FU government. What is happening? I'm sorry. So, yeah. I mean, don't. I've talk, lost count. Like, I'm not into <laughs> politics. To believe me, but uh, believe me, I'm not. I can't even defend myself. But like, wh- whatever's happening now, like, kanina nakita ko rin well, sa post mo. It's like the biggest, the highest number of cases today. Uh-huh. But I don't. Yeah. I, I don't feel right that they're still blaming the people. It's been a year. Yeah. Yeah, it, I also stay very, very steer clear away from from mainstream politics yeah. or, you know, unless it's involved in motoring. But, um, you know, I'll just say this, that you can't 
after a while, you just can't argue with a feeling that people uh -huh. have, you know, uh -huh. and you can, no matter how many flowery words and how many spokespeople you have, if people feel a certain way about you and you're telling them not to feel that way and worse, it's your fault. It's not going to end well. I mean, just try it with your spouse or anyone. <laughs> just try it with your partner and just say, you know what? The reason you're feeling bad is because of you. It's your fault you're feeling like that. You've literally just compounded. You're just like, there's no way out of that. So you times that by 108 or 110 million, whatever we agree on. And um, yeah, of course, it's a collective feeling. So people are feeling very frustrated. But yeah, we should be more like dogs in this way. Because, you know, like I was reading something that Cesar Milan posted. And uh -huh. It really hit me. In fact, I, I shared it because it was like dogs don't think about the past. And they certainly don't think about the future. They literally live in the present. Correct. That's why they are so happy. If mm -hmm. you notice, dogs are just, I mean, we've never unlocked the secret. Why are these dogs so happy? <laughs> you, could be, you could be gay, straight, tall, thin, fat, a drug addict, a criminal. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. And your dog will just love, love you. you, right? Uh -uh. Right. It's because they're really not concerned with anything else outside the present moment. So if you treat that dog well, that's all they judge you on. That's, that's the entire basis of their relationship is that that moment that they have unless there's super deep trauma where we've seen with dogs who get rescued are beaten they they remember that trauma but generally speaking i think it's safe to say that yes the dogs do not spend any time in the past or in the future totally absorbed in the moment which is what we humans could learn a lot from i like wow. that Oh. But Manganda, no? And that's Cesar Milan. You want to argue with Cesar Milan? Go ahead. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to argue with Cesar Milan about dogs. If he says it's that's it, that's it. Papi, kasi ECQ na naman tayo ngayon, di ba? A lot of people are relying on their pets, their dogs or cats, oh, yeah. to just ano, uh, feel better, di ba? So for you, anong, well, how does your dog help you cope with this ECQ, whether the ECQ now or the ECQ from a year before, how was it like just being in your unit or in your home? Um, well, I think the best thing the dog did was TikTok, you know. Um, they're, <laughs> they're great, you know. They're great to make TikToks over. Yeah, Cats, dogs, they're like guaranteed hits, you know. <laughs> I, I just took my dogs for a walk one time, and I, I filmed the beginning of the walk, meaning like you bring the leash out, and then you're about to clip it on, but then you pretend to forget them. And that got like 300,000 views. <laughs> wow. You can't do that with humans, right? That's just, <laughs> you just can't do that. So everyone loves animal posts and stuff like that. So, okay. But jokes aside, jokes aside, because yeah, the TikTok thing is of course, but really you, you, the comfort that you get from a, from an animal because it's so pure, even with cats who are real pricks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, nice pricks, but pricks. I mean, like, you know, they, they the way they treat their owners is like staff, right? They say dogs have owners, cats have staff. But there's still there's still a, an authenticity that you just can't see anywhere else. It's so pure. I mean, like, even if that, that cat's being bastostu, which is their job, that's in their DNA, they're brought up to, to snob you and they're brought up to be bastos and unappreciative and all that. They're so true to it. They're so authentic with it that you can't help but love them for it. But dogs, I've got a soft, softer spot for dogs because mm -hmm. they're just, yeah, they're just all over you. They're just, it's just all love. It's just all love and all love and all love. So that kind of, when you talk about unconditional love, that's mm -hmm. about as pure as it gets. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why even no matter what culture you're from, no matter your educational attainment, no matter what you do for a living, people all understand that. They all recognize that immediately when you feel that authenticity and that unconditional love from a pet. And in return, you're able to give yourself unconditionally without fear of abuse. Because mm-hmm. a lot of us as humans, right, we, it's not that we don't have love to give. It's not that we don't have things to give, but we always remain guarded because we're always hurt, right? We get burned, we get, and so we protect ourselves. And this is why we do the modulation. And we, we determine whether this person is deserving or not. And we always usually get it wrong because mm-hmm. it's an imperfect system. Whereas dogs, they just give it to you and we just give it back and then you don't abuse. So that's what I think is when you boil it back down, it's that pureness, that authenticity, and that unconditional love that you just can't get from even some of the best humans around, I dare oh. say. Oh my God, you guys. Like, can no, I just, I some. Can I I just share? Can I just share a poppy? The fiance and I had a misunderstanding the other day, and I okay. sent him a message. I go, Not even you can love me the way that dog does. Wow, burn. I told him. And he's like, no, I'm going to compete. Nope, there's no competition between a love of a dog and a human. And that's what's so yeah. cool. Din naman, diba? There's evidence and stats to show that there is an increased number of not just Filipinos, diba? pero all humans across the world because of the lockdowns that's going on brought by COVID, uh, dumadami talaga yung mga pet parents. Even here in the Philippines. Yes. And I've had yes. quite a few students recently na they got the dog because it was COVID. I mean, your dog, Tina, diba? you got COVID yeah. because of the lockdowns. Well, diba? that so, was like uh, kind of ano lang, by accident. Because I was just going to potty train him diba, for mommy. <laughs> right, uh, right. But either way, so you still got a dog and then yeah. It's uh, the dogs that's really helping us cope with the pandemic, diba? Because who wants to be locked up in your home, diba, for weeks, diba? And yeah. Siguro, you know, no, yun, after the pandemic, Siguro, Tito James, diba? What do we expect? I mean, how about you? How positive are you na parang the pandemic will end hey, hey, soon? Hey, no positive, please. Just avoid <laughs> two... Choice of word, choice of word, please, please. <laughs> okay, so... Um, what are you looking forward to with your family, with uh, with your pets uh, after the uh, pandemic is over, hopefully? Now that you mention it, I think what I would really look forward to is taking the dogs to a beach. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a particular beach house Airbnb in mind that I, I stayed <laughs> in one time pre-pandemic, like... And um, it's right there, you know, it has its, it's, it's self-contained. So, you know, dogs are allowed. It's a private home that they Airbnb and the, the beach is right there in Zambales. Uh, beautiful beach. Just there. Just, you know, to see, to see your dogs run like that and just run and run and run till they collapse from exhaustion. Uh-huh. Uh, which a golden retriever is not a long time because <laughs> she's just so overweight. <laughs> but still, it's still, it, she has bursts. There's probably three minutes of, ah, but then. But you know, to see them spend that energy and to see them just frolic in the in the ocean and all that, that would be, I think, what I would look forward to the most. A nice getaway like that. I, I think everybody would want to oh, oh, go out we, and see the beach. We were just talking about that. Like, ooh, where are we gonna? Where can we take the dogs uh, after this lockdown? Like, but that island beach. Oh man. Yeah. 
beaches i mean like you can you obviously if you if you have a mountain home and stuff like that's also really awesome but while we're on this topic i think it's uh it would be great if the philippines adopted a more dog friendly culture because i'm seeing it i am seeing mm -hmm. it i have to give credit like you know you go to bgc now you go to malls like rockwell there are many malls now aura sm aura that allow pets and this right. is a great start right because this wasn't the case how many years ago five ten years ago i'm not five, sure ten. yeah yeah five, ten. okay correct me if i'm wrong yeah. but i just don't remember this growing up and even five ten years ago i don't remember it so now to be able to bring your dogs to, you know, they become members of the family. Like they really, it's society supporting this concept mm -hmm. of these are members of your family. Because we, we, I think we started off on the wrong foot here as a culture with animals. I, I don't want to generalize, <laughs> of course, right? I, there's no, but I do notice more than other countries that I've been to and lived in that and this is not to hit on anybody or anything it's just an observation that the cultural uh, relationship we have with our with our pets and our dogs you see it more over here where we put dogs in cages at the front of the house right to protect the house so it's like your mm -hmm. cheap burglar alarm actually it's there's nothing cheap about it because you got to feed it and it's not cheap so it's a false economy but yes i see this a lot and it it, it breaks my heart because i know these people aren't bad people I know that. They I'm just not don't trying know to any judge better. Them. Right. See, that's how they were brought up. It's like, you know, Aso is for, you know, to Sorry. guard and to, you know, it's not that they don't love the dog. It's not that they don't, you know, they're not bad people, but that's how they were brought up or that's how dogs were to them. And you still see it. And I wish we could change that because the dogs are domesticated. They've been domesticated for far longer than, you know, uh, long enough. We don't have to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Get a burglar alarm, get a CCTV, uh -uh. put those outside your house, uh -uh. and then put the dog inside the house, you know, mm -hmm. and then let the dog have access to in and out and give that dog the love because it really is a family member. And when you think about it like that, then your life will be more enriched. But if you don't, then they are kind of a hassle to have if they're just... I mean, imagine if you had to feed your CCTV and your alarm. <laughs> I would be resentful by, too, right? I'm James, you know, not that they're uh -uh. bad people. No, when I see no, like because... a house with a dog locked up in a cage, una kong sasabihin sa man yan. Judgmental lang sa man itong mga to. Kinukulong yung mga But I like Well, okay, on the, in, on the inside, sometimes I say that. <laughs> Because, you know, I try to be, I, I really try in everything I do, not just with animals and anything I do. I try to understand the other side because Definitely. you don't get anything done when you come across as nobody likes to be told off. Nobody likes to uh -huh. be. It, we, we tend to close our minds when when we're judged or we feel like we're being lectured. So mm. uh, if I'm really trying to make a difference, I, I try to explain in a way where you are not the you're definitely not being targeted here. This is what it is. And this is how we can change it if you identify with certain things you can identify with that in private and no nobody needs to call you out for that because i do genuinely believe the man that as wrong as we see it they're not bad people because they don't yet understand why it's bad mm -hmm. so same thing educate them give them the reason why it would be better to do it this way and they still continue then we take tina's plan and uh -huh. we go and just judge them uh -uh. And throw eggs at their. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw dog, not egg. I'll throw dog poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? It reminds me that, parang a few years ago, since we we're also in the topic, na parang malls were so, parang they were just really closing their doors to parents, because 
uh, I already started training dogs uh, again uh, for a decade now. Maglalakad lang ako sa tabi ng isang mall, uh, as in pedestrian, okay? So, bangketa ng mall. And the guard would come up to us, tapos sabihin niya, uh, bawal kayo maglakad dyan. Ha? Bakit bawal maglakad? Doon kayo sa tabi. Why? Why? I'm training. Why? Right. Sabi ko, I'm a dog trainer. This dog is a highly trained dog. And then why are you asking me to move to the, you know, actually, they, they are asking us to walk on the streets. As in, it's not a Because, again, we're just passing through the mall, diba? Outside, uh, it's not even inside the mall. So I, I can't, uh, no, I can't, uh, I will never forget that experience because I'm really And now, the same mall is now open. They even have indoor parks for dogs. So that's SM Aura. <laughs> <laughs> Credit is due, right? So, I didn't say anything. <laughs> they they, you they know, uh, James, no, I'll give that, you know, yes. You can probably make uh, Coach Amen because he wouldn't tell me which mall. Mero isang Aspen na di pinapasok <laughs> sa isang mall. Maybe you can you can ask him. Yeah, I know. It brings the. Uh, the uh, no, discrimination to a whole new level. Nagiging breed discrimination na ang nangyayari. So it's different. It's not just dogs, it, pero it's breed yeah. specific. Okay. I, I get, I, I have a sort of, sort of, sort of similar situation. It's not so, uh, but in, like we're set, I'm setting up a, a new studio and it's across, uh, across the street. And um, in that building, right, they are, they have a beautiful garden. I mean, uh-huh. it's really nice. Common garden. Na talagang, wow, this is a dog's paradise, right? <laughs> and uh, and they do allow dogs. Well, it's a residential community, of course, so they have to allow dogs. But they allow small dogs. So mm. small is yeah. very arbitrary. Right. Small <laughs> What's small for you may not be small for yeah. me. <laughs> exactly. I mean, a golden retriever is a very small Great Dane. <laughs> right? So... Where do you want to go with this? <laughs> and it's okay in this particular case because the golden retriever lives in Alabang in and it it has its its so no problem there. And the only dog that will go is is Rocket. I, I don't know if you've seen Rocket on um, Tito Clock. Have you ever met Rocket, the raffle dog? Yes. Okay, I've Rocket, the raffle all. dog. He's got more fans now than I'm getting. Actually, a little bit concerned because he there. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's becoming a problem. <laughs> He's more popular now. He is. He's getting it's 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 starting to not be funny anymore. <laughs> because you know, I there was a time that people would come over and especially the raffle winners, if they would win a raffle on my uh, on the podcast or anything, um, they would choose many of them would choose to pick it up so that they could have a photo and meet. Mm-hmm. Now they ask for Rocket's photo <laughs> and uh, sometimes they ask me to take the photo. <laughs> <laughs> can't compete with that. <laughs> no, you can't compete with that. But yeah, so um, you're. I see what you mean when you say like, okay, um, the discrimination between an Aspen and a, a purebred. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to have this situation before with us photographers, and it used to drive us crazy because when we would shoot, like, take photos around Manila, no problem at all until you brought out a nice camera. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're a terrorist for some crazy reason. <laughs> like, you could be sitting there all day, every day with your 45 megapixel front facing camera, doing all sorts of 4K video and stuff like that. But you take out an SLR and you may as well pull out a loaded weapon. <laughs> you may as well pull out a gun and start pointing at people because the guards 
lose their mind. And then I'll never forget this one. This one guy. You you might remember Artie Lopez. I don't know if you remember. Of course, him. Artie. Oh so Artie was my, my photo buddy. And Artie also had a... He got stopped by the guard and he said, Bakit? And then the guard said to him, Sir, kasi bawal yung high lens. No? High lens. All right. You got me there. Okay, checkmate yan, kuya. Wala na akong, I have no sagot for that. High lens. So the same thing now for Aspins. It's the same phenomenon. If it's cute, pwede. Mm -hmm. If it's muang mahal, pwede. Mm -hmm. But if it's not, hindi pwede, ganon. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so what do you think, ano, what do you think we need to do? So, um, to change that kind of mindset to to our security guards or admins? Baby steps, I would think, right now, because I don't think, at least this is my opinion, I don't know how immersed uh -huh. I am in the whole scene. So I, I could be coming off from a, a different spot here, but I, I personally don't feel that we've given and shown enough gratitude for the changes that they've made. That, mm -hmm. That's a big cultural shift. Mm -hmm. um, we might take it for granted because we're animal lovers and we're like, well, it's all about time. But if you look at it from the, the, the main perspective, it's like, hey, this is actually a big deal for a lot of, you know, conservative companies that, you know, we're not. Let's show them that appreciation first and then slowly say, wow, that's great. Can you also, you know, perhaps allow this and allow that? But to, yeah, to, to come at them from like a, yeah, how we normally do, and I'm not saying us, meaning us three, but generally public, we use social media to pressure, and sometimes it backfires because uh, you know they don't have to. Is uh, is the if you look at it as much as we we all agree that it should be law, technically speaking, it's private property, and especially like BGC and Rockwell and all these places, malls, that's private property, and they do have a choice. I'm right. glad that they're making the right choice, but let's not take it for granted as well. So slowly encourage. In the in the case, I used a strategy for the BGC cats uh -huh. before that you brought up. I was very, of course, angry and stuff like that because it, it shows uh, I, I don't like the message that it sends, not just for the cats, but for us as humans. This idea that it's in my way, I take it out. Right. Now, what if it's a hundred-year-old tree and it's blocking your view? Do you just cut it? Uh -uh. Of course not. You know, <laughs> we are not the only creatures on this earth. Even if we think we are the superior race, no, we are not. Okay, we are just we're just tenants here. We're just passing through like everyone else. All right. And if you believe in reincarnation, well, God forbid that you know the dogs are going to get you back in the next life. But that's too deep. I'm just saying. <laughs> With the, with, with the BGC cats, what I did was I was angry, but I thought, no, you got to give a graceful exit. You got to give people a graceful way out, part of war. You got to also make sure that you are reasonable because it's easy to get when you're coming from your point of view. Mm -hmm. Like I personally didn't know anything about TNVR. Don't hate on me for that. Huh? Mm -hmm. I just learned about the TNVR through that engagement or episode. Now, I won't call it an engagement because it's not a, you know, it's a personal thing I got involved with, but I didn't know about it. So if I didn't know about it and I love pets, how, how who's to say that, you know, don't assume that everybody knows about this. So it was about putting it out forward and then giving them the opportunity to fix the problem. Mm. And if I'm a little sneaky, I'll share a little trick. You give them the, you even plant some seeds. Now look, without saying it directly, fix this problem and I'll help you look great. Oh. It's silent. I'm not going to say it, but read between the lines here. Here's the problem. Here's the solution. Connect the dots. And we're waiting here to cheer you on. As a brand, you can, if you're smart, you'll go opportunity. Uh -uh. Rather than we're being challenged and we have to also, you know, play the corporate game. No, no, no. 
I'm pretty sure that with that tray on towers, with RLC, I'm pretty sure that they moved because they realized there was also an opportunity. Mm-hmm. They, they saw that, okay, yes, there are two ways to handle this. We can go down the, go against the flow and just, you know, make our stand and take these people to court or defend ourselves in court and hire lawyers and whatever and just deal with it because, or we can just try to work with the tide, work with the current right. and then realize, oh, okay. And then when they said we're working now with Paul's and I think uh, uh, other groups, Cara, Cara, the first thing I did was send out a post and say, you know what? Congratulations, RLC. You're the best. You're the best. All this. <laughs> I even sent a message to Heart Evangelista. Who I, I don't know if she ever read it or not, or if she had anything to do with this. But you know what? As they say, I sent it and said, thank you. Thank you for whatever you may or may not have done. I just thank you in advance because she is an animal rights activist uh-huh. and she is the endorser mm-hmm. of RLC, which is oh. the developer that was doing this um, Try on Towers cats. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm very happy to... Sh- not happy. I'm I'm ecstatic to share the credit. Not even share. Take it all. <laughs> just save the cats, you know? Just save the cats. I'll take care of how, how you look outside, how boggy you look. No problem. Yeah. I'll help you out there. Just do the right thing here. And this is how I find you get a little more success. Mm-hmm. Not all the time, but in these cases, it's work. You get more with honey than vinegar type of approach. May bago na akong saying sa buhay, coach. Ano? Bakit? What would James Deacon do kaya? Ganon! <laughs> Kapag may problema na ako, ang gagawin ni Papi James dito. <laughs> no, I, 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 I like the fact that you, I guess you can almost say you're coming from a loving place. Not from like, oh, because I'm, I'm pissed off. Diba? Mm, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I guess when you come from a really ugly, uh, angry place, nothing mm-hmm. really good comes out of it. Mm-hmm. So, nothing good oh, comes oh. out of it. Mm-hmm. When you... I don't know how long we have here, but I'll just share this piece. And this is where I first really learned it. Uh, 2013, Yolanda, was when I really, it sunk in. This this method I use or this mentality and strategies. Because it was something my brother told me before. He said, you know, if you, are, we were talking about charity. And he said, if you approach charity, and this is how everybody approaches charity almost. You approach it from a position of fear, obligation, or guilt, right? So when you're asking for money, it's usually fear, obligation, or guilt. Because uh, you won't go to heaven if you don't give, or obligation that if you're a Catholic or a Christian or whatever. And not just all religions have this. Um, you are obliged diving, to give them. Diving, diving, yeah, diving, yeah, uh, and guilt. If you don't give, you feel like a, uh, you know, mm. okay, those work. But in my opinion, they work up to ten percent because that's your obligation. So if you say if you come at a problem or charity from a position of obligation, fear, or guilt, you're tapping into 10% of that person's potential to give, or that's it. But if you approach it from a different angle, which is from self-interest, you've got 100% now. It's the way that the brands approach you. You don't think Louis Vuitton and Apple and Samsung and Tesla all come at you with this, you know, please buy this so it will make you a better person and God will love you more or (laughs) uh, you won't be angry at yourself. You wouldn't buy these products. You buy it for your own self-interest and they market to your self-interest, your vanity. Mm-hmm. But how do you sell charity? How do you how do you do this? Well, I created opportunities for people to feel good about themselves. And that was what I was selling, a feeling, the opportunity to feel good. And it caught on. 
Oplan Hatid was our little program that I tried that on, where we tried to drive people backwards and forwards from Yolanda when they landed in Billiamore. And we didn't know how we were going to do, do this because well, it turned out there were 20,000 people that needed a ride. Mm -hmm. And how are you going to do this? This was even pre before Uber or any of these apps and stuff. But with that formula and that strategy, we registered just from that strategy alone. And I was the only one doing the, the social media at the time because we had split up our efforts. 2,000 drivers registered in less than a week, and we drove 20,000 people home without a single incident. And you know what? When it ended, people were still were sad because they wanted to help more. Why? Because it wasn't the guilt. It wasn't the, no, it was the opportunity to help. And so that's the same thing now I try to apply to everything I do. If you want to get something done, you got to look at it sometimes from a different, always look at it from a different perspective. Because I guarantee you the way you're looking at it, the way the other person looking at it are always going to differ somehow. So you owe it to yourself to look at the situation at mm -hmm. 360 and see, wait, I have my personal feelings about this, uh -huh. but how are these feelings going to affect the situation? Will they help or will they hinder? Most times you find it hinders. Uh -huh. Most times. So you set it aside. No choice, yeah. but you set you, your personal you, feelings aside. Yes. If you're trying to get things done, because you can get consumed, because we, we are driven by our emotions. This is where we make most of our decisions from. And these are usually the most, the easiest things to manipulate. So if you're coming from that place, you might find you'll go off course without even knowing about it. And you'll be, you'll be now pursuing your interests rather than maybe the cat's interests or, or you have to distance yourself, mm -hmm. especially in this position that I, I'm in where it's transport or anything where you're, you're dealing with a bigger audience. You have to, you cannot come at it from your little world. You can't always just say, oh, I, I was on Edson, it was traffic. And so I'm going to bitch about it. Mm -hmm. You know what? Nobody relates to just your situation. You mm -hmm. gotta include everybody. Mm -hmm. Then you find the common thread and you find a, a, a reasonable solution that's not self-serving. And then you'll find you'll get a lot more done. So it was the same thing with the cats and stuff like that. I presented it as an opportunity for them to, and there's a few nudge, nudge, wink, winks there. <laughs> they bit, they grabbed it. And you know what? It's great. I don't think there's anything sneaky or anything about it. I think it's just, at the end of the day, the result that we were looking for happened and everyone feels good about themselves. There's no hatred. Because even had we won that situation with the cats, but we had fallen out with the developer, yeah. oh, it's easy to say, well, who cares? They're just corporate greedy. But yeah, well, you don't know. You don't know that down the track, that person's not going to help you. Right. Manila is the smallest, big, biggest small city in the world. Smallest, big city in the world. <laughs> Yeah, the other way around. Smallest big city in the world. Look at us, Tina and I sitting here. How many years later on a podcast? You know, had I been really mean to her back then, she probably wouldn't invite me. <laughs> oh my God. You, you, you see, you see how things are just all connected, all connected. So that's what I. That's the formula I work. Wow. Okay. So yun palindi na no no. And to relate with that, with uh, trying to change the perspective of the general Filipino. Um, mindset because not everybody is a dog lover right not everybody is an animal lover so maybe it's also our responsibility what i'm getting at is it's also our responsibility to educate our fellow filipinos hey this is how we should treat our dogs this is how we should care about dogs and we're not going to force you but we're going to show you how this is how we're doing it because again the way i understand it's if you try to force somebody the more they try to resist so might as well mm -hmm. try to use your charm, your wits, try to find their kiliti spot, diba? So that's awesome. So yung pala yun, ano? yung, pala yun yeah. uh, tactic ni Tito James. Mm. Uh -uh. <laughs> you're, you're, you're dealing with, when you, when you come across that way, when you, you come across like um, judgmental or already a little combative, 
all that energy gets immediately shifted to defensive. It, it, uh -huh. You're already blocking out your, it's human nature. So mm -hmm. you got to find a way around that. If you don't, you're just going to be fighting a, an uphill battle and you're probably going to do more damage than good. Funny how you mentioned it because I see the same thing happening with um, when you say let's re hopefully re-educate or not re-educate because I think it's a new education for how pets should be part of the family in the same way that cars should, <laughs> you know, it's probably going to think this analogy is stupid, but you know, in the Philippines, a lot of people, even if they have the opportunity, they leave the car outside and the garage becomes the drinking area, you know, right. where they have the red horse and they play cards and stuff. That's a garage for your car. The mentality is the car is just another. Whereas in other countries, it's part of the family. Mm -hmm. The family oh. car is very much, you see, it's a culture, it's a mindset, it's the way you look at things. And that's why they, the way they wash the car, the way they treat the car, whatever. But here it's still outside, and then they'll turn the garage into a place for, for, for people and stuff. Same with the dogs. No, they're not meant to just sit outside in a cage. These are meant to be part of your family. And they'll say, well, you know, how is it going to protect me and whatever? Well, it's, it's got more chance of protecting you if it's not in a cage. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. or tied down. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just a bit more. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, uh, yeah. Um, Tina, I need yeah. to bring the cars back into the garage. <laughs> <laughs> because the dogs are using it. <laughs> so I have to make a mental note. James D says, bring the cars into the garage. <laughs> well, soon, you know, eventually that's probably going to be a law says. So you may as well get used to it now because it, it, they've been pushing for that law for a while. And it's only a matter of time before it happens because we, we do have finite space mm -hmm. within the metro. So um, parking on roads, even within subdivisions, well, subdivisions, it'll take a long time because that's very private property, walled in, et cetera. doesn't know public access. But generally, if you're on a public road, you got to put it in the garage mm -hmm. already. It's just, mm -hmm. it's part of the responsibility of car ownership. Before we proceed, it would be great if you guys also check out the other shows from the network. Still thinking of what career is best for you? My name is Pat Soyo. Check out my podcast where we answer questions and debunk job descriptions by interviewing professionals so we can put an end to our career search. This is Job Defined. Available on wherever you listen to your podcast. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. So right. I have a legit question. Go. Do you believe in the saying na kapag wala kang garahe, bumalik uh -huh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, you know, okay. It, it's it's I. I mm. <laughs> Why wow, put me on the spot? Because I do feel that it is a responsibility as a car. As an owner, mm -hmm. there are responsibilities for ownership. You can't just sort of, you know, it's with everything. It's like, uh -huh. you know, you don't just have your kids and then just play with them when they're cute and then just when they're not just. So it's everything has a responsibility, a car ownership. I wouldn't go as far as saying that, but the problem I have with the law is and the reason I'm not also very publicly supporting it. I uh -huh. do in theory, but I'm not publicly very noisy about it is because uh -huh. I still think hilaw pa. Hilaw in the way that they are requiring you to have a garage before you buy a car. 
Okay. I think that's the wrong way around because I think people will just have friends who have garage list down their address as the owning, as the address of the, the car. So they're just going to find a way around it. Now, what's to stop you from registering the car in Tugegarao? If you have a farm, you can put 50 cars there, 100 cars there. And yeah. then that becomes your loophole. And then you drive your car to Metro Manila and park on the street. Uh -huh. Whereas you, there's, a, there's a far easier way around it. Mm -mm. This is a no parking zone. If I see a car here, I don't care whose car it is. It gets oh, crushed, uh -uh. burned, or towed, <laughs> or whatever. You, you indiscriminate. Right. I mean, like now, it's there's no loophole. Right. If there's no car there. You're not punished. Uh -huh. I don't care if you have a, a million spaces in your garage. If you're parked on the street, that's the problem we're trying to solve. Mm. I don't care how you do it, but we know from a fact that, I mean, that's every time we, we come up with a law and stuff, we spend more time trying to figure out the loopholes and close them than anything else, because that's the way everyone's mind goes. How do we make seeing it? How do we find a loophole? And that's the biggest loophole with the garage, no car, no garage, no car. It's, it's just too easy to be able to find a way to mm. register a registered address with a fixed spot, take a photo of it, give it to the LTO, or... In cases where you can bribe your way through it, just bribe your way through it, and the problem's still there. <laughs> right. so we have to look at solving the problem right. at the root. What's the problem we're trying to solve? No parking on the main roads or streets or public roads. And that's it. And that's what you focus on. If somebody's parked there, take the car out, burn it. Uh, my point was, my mine was even more draconian. I was like, if there's a car parked there, you go and you find the barangay captain mm -hmm. as well as the owner. Both. Mm. Because I guarantee you, once the barangay captain gets sanctioned and punished and fined, that person's going to be around there with a stick, you know, you know, whacking cars <laughs> and stuff like that and protecting their area. But there you go. Yeah. Um, Papi, since we're talking about cars then and uh, road safety, pedestrians, those kind of stuff. Because we just had a uh, Mo Twister in the show a few days ago. So we were talking about service dogs. Okay, so I think oh, yeah. this is a perfect uh, opportunity for us to discuss about service dogs real quick. Um, what do you think about the question, how ready is the Philippines for service dogs? Because hey, as of now, wala. Pero I do get a lot of questions. Na, Coach, do you have a service dog? Do you train service dogs? So where are we in that kind of uh, scenario of us having our own service dogs in our streets? When, when you talk about service dogs, we're talking about like blind. It could are, be are different. Blind? It could be the blind. It could be the medically. Uh, um, it could be a medical service dog that's uh, that's okay. alerting you for maybe peanut because you're allergic to peanut, or maybe or like you a have seizure, so. seizure, or a PTSD dog, which is still considered a service dog. But how ready are we in our society to accept service dogs? I think we're super duper ready. And the reason I say that is because we're not, I don't think it's a mainstream thing yet, like it is in, in the US. Uh -huh. And um, Japan has an awesome program as well with compassion dogs. I don't know if they fall under the same Ooh. category as service. They, they call them compassion dogs mm -hmm. and they bring these dogs. You don't necessarily own them, but they bring them to you once or twice a week, let's say for the elderly. And then they just keep them companions with, with the trainer. Mm -hmm. Like the trainer will be there and then they, they take the dog out. They go to another person's home the next day, hospitals, children's uh, places, children's wards. So the reason I say it's perfect is because we're not mainstream yet. So the numbers are not high. You won't get overwhelmed. Uh -huh. You got to start somewhere, start small because... There are people who desperately need this. There's not a lot in terms of when you look at the whole demographic. And so you won't get overwhelmed. But it's a great place to start because people will. There are so many benefits from that. I mean, I didn't know that the peanut allergy was one. I mean, I definitely know the blind dogs and uh, I didn't even know PTSD was serviced by, by dogs. But that sounds so perfect because mm -hmm. 
they seem so perfectly suited to it. So my simple answer is yes, we're ready. I don't think it's there's a better time because you can grow this space and you know it's going to take a while to train all these dogs. So right. you don't want to introduce something and then a waiting list of 10 years or five years or or something. So start now if you're in any way involved in this project. Start yesterday. Start just start. I think it'll be great. <laughs> okay. And if fine. there's nobody using the service dogs, I'll take them for a while. I'll, I'll house them. I'll babysit them. You won't. Yeah. They, they won't be short of a home. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm flying in the I'm flying in the first puppy from Seattle. Then <laughs> <laughs> I'll fly like, back. You literally. <laughs> do you mean to say that these dogs need to be flown in? I don't know much about them. Or, or can you train local dogs? Or do you need to start with a certain breed from? Yeah, you dapat the topic natin ngayon pero uh, mas nag-focus kami sa because we wanted to, we wanted to read your mind and get to know what's uh, in the mind of James Deacon. Pero mm-hmm. most service dogs kasi are not just your regular aspin uh, I'm going to train you to be a service dog. So if I'm going to be relating that to cars kasi, if you're going to build a vehicle that would transport lots of people, you need to design the vehicle to be able to carry such task. Diba? Kunare, the jeepney wasn't really originally uh, designed to carry loads of people, diba? Pero you see people that even in the provincia until now carrying 20 people, diba? Or 25 meron pa sa bubong. So it's totally not safe, diba? So service dogs are different. Uh, they're not really pets. They are medical equipments. So we also have to change the perception na parang our service dogs pets. Uh, they are not. They are medical equipments. So, and dami pa kailangan. Pero I trust your, ano, your judgment na we are ready and it's better that we start now. And then let's put in the seed and hopefully it yeah. catches up. And then hopefully our government will notice na parang, you know what, there's a lot more service dogs now. And they can probably put it into legislation like the ADA or the American Disabilities Act where and you can actually just get a dog, train it or have it trained or maybe breed a dog specifically for that behavior or task and then you can go anywhere you want as long as you're certified now you are you have disabilities and then the dog is trained so, so uh, basically, I, I love coach, it you're saying there's there's no governing body kasi. well right now in the philippines i don't know and I, I'm, I'm so interested into training service dogs and I'm just looking for support. You know, nah, are we ready? Can we do this? Um, who's there? Who's going to support us? Diba? So it's and, hard din naman na parang gawin yun eh, no? And then we have the Pambansang Tito supporting us. Diba? Yeah, well, I now, know. there you go. Ooh, let's get started. <laughs> so just, just to reiterate, I, I think now, especially after what you just said, more so, don't wait for the demand to, to start before you start. Because you you will not you'll be chasing that. I my experience with the legislation. Oh my gosh, it'll <laughs> take you. It'll take you too long. So the thing is, if you're starting now, uh-huh. you can get by the time the demand becomes really needed. Uh, then you're already you have so much data. You have so much. You, you have a lot more to bring to the table to be able to get that done. But if you wait for the demand and then you oh no. Yeah, do it now. Do your own advertising. Do your own whatever you need to do. I mean, I know it's it, these are not money making things. These are more um, community based uh, projects that require uh, support. And you'd, you'd you'd be surprised how many companies would would 
I'm sure be very happy to support things like that. Really. I mean, there, there's, let's even take it away. From the, let's just be very blunt about it from a marketing point of view. There's just so, it's so hard to break through the noise nowadays. If you have a brand or you're trying to get your message across because everyone's talking at the same time. Uh -huh. So you got to find ways to also you know, get your message across. And hey, if you support, let's say something like a, a service dog program or an animal rights program, or whatever, you automatically have the attention of a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people who are now very tuned into you. So there is marketing opportunity. There is definitely potential there for private sector to get behind. And then all the government needs to see is they just need to see that it's it's going to work and it's not going to hurt anyone. That's really, actually, they're more concerned about it's not going to hurt anyone. Mm -hmm. That's all. Um, mm -hmm. They tend to focus on that a little bit too much. But yeah, that's the only time that they'll, they'll get involved. But if you already have an up and running program, there's not much they can say. Uh, Tina. Convince we already na. have the Convince. support. Oh, convince oh, now. We already have the support of the man himself, James D. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. So, ano right. coach, mag zoomies na tayo? Yeah, so let's do the Zoomies round, James D. So these are sort of like a fast talk series of questions. All you have to do is just answer as quick and as best as you can. All right. All right. All right. So. Here... <laughs> All right. There you go. So Zoomies round. Here is your first question. What's the best way to pick up dog poo? Aye, aye, aye. Well, obviously, it's going to be. Do you have a pooper scooper? Uh, no, I just use the little uh, uh, doggy bags, thing. Yeah. Uh -oh. Put it in your hand. Do that. And then just <laughs> look away and put it into a garbage bin. <laughs> <laughs> so, Or better yet, I have, I have a better one. Tell your kids to do it. <laughs> it's faster. And it keeps your hands cleaner. <laughs> so I guess uh, that answers your, the second question, Coach. No, Which um, feels better when you're picking it up? Warm or cold? <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> oh, I hate it when it's, when it's soft. <laughs> And warm. I really much rather the hard, dried out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, next question, coach. Uh, James D., if you were a dog, what dog breed are you? Uh, definitely a retriever, golden or lab. Cool. I love now, it. do you think size matters? And we're talking about dog breeds. Um, yes, it does because certain humans um, relate more to certain sizes of dogs. And that's the only thing I'm basing it on is that I was always a big dog guy until I kind of had to share a unit with Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Once Rocket came in, I was like, by, you know, it's not my dog. Rocket's not my dog. That's my manager's dog. So I was like, I, I just had to, I learned to love him. <laughs> and now he's just, yeah, size. So Hard to answer because now size doesn't matter because I always thought I was a big dog guy. And then here comes along a little small dog. So I'll change my answer. No. <laughs> Labo, no? Labo. <laughs> now he's more popular than you too. <laughs> All right. Um, do an imitation of one of your dog's uh, bark. Barks? Yeah. Okay. This is Charlie. All right, and I'm actually going to ask your advice on this, right? Because, Ooh. yeah, this is, I was meaning, I was meaning, waiting till the end of the show to ask you. Um, every time I walk in, or anyone walks in, but mostly me, <laughs> when Charlie sees me, she just goes on this, 
it's it's almost like it's almost like a barking seal. That was actually and, pretty good. <laughs> and it's you. I look at her and I go, "It's definitely not anger, right? She's not angry at all. As a matter of fact, it's complete opposite. I feel looking at her that she's just so overwhelmed with love, and she doesn't know how to get it out, and it's just coming out as a her, 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 like that. But it can go on for a while, and it oh. can." People are like, are you, is she okay? I mean, because she's just like, and, and the more you pet her, the more excited she gets, oh. and the more you, you kind of, you, you're trying to just calm down, Charlie. Char of course, Stips, the other one, is jumping all over her, and, and all that doesn't help. But this this is about a five-minute thing every time. What is that behavior, Coach? Amazing. <laughs> um, I think you have solved the mystery. I think the dog is just filled with excitement. So, um, oh. yes, most dogs, if they miss somebody, depending on how attached they are with that person, some pe some dogs jump on their owners, some dogs wag their tail excessive, excessively as if it's going to rip off. So um, maybe that's his way of trying to express that I miss you. I love you so much. Why, why did you leave me? I'm just right here. So yeah. Um, Sometimes think I say an adrenaline rush that they feel. And each time you leave the home and then you come back home, there's always an adrenaline rush to see you again. Because say dogs don't have they don't have the concept of time. So they don't know how long you've been out. Right? So oh. each time you come back, it's as if now where'd you go? Right? So I guess that's uh that's just how he is. He's trying to express how much he miss you and loves you. So that's actually a is, good thing. Do you have any oh. advice for like um you know like I, I can bring her down, but I just literally have to sit like at the gate. Like I can't because <laughs> she's like 150 pounds. I, I'm exaggerating, but she's she's fat, you know, so I can't even break through and like get to the house. And I, I, I got to sit in the driveway for a while and just like like that, like that, like that. And just keep on. And she's still her, 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 her. And it's it's, it's like to be home. One of the best you know, dog imitation the, dog bark in the show. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, coach, I swear this is true. We're literally looking for CBD oil for her. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit. Is tough. that a bad idea? No, CBD is idea. great. Uh, I love it. I will be promoting that, but again, because of the anti-drug oh, stance of the government, yeah. it's it's almost impossible to have it here. But if you can get one, that would help. But on the training perspective, I say it, it became a habit. So, of course, the dog still loves you. However, it oh, became no, a habit, it. right? So, ha we need to break the habit. So, usually, what I do is, as soon as I come home, I ignore my dogs as if they're not there. As It's as if they're invisible. No. Um, uh -huh. The dog will then realize that, you know what? My usual antics of trying to greet dad is not rewarded. Um my dad just ignores me or my owner just ignores me. So among the is the dog will then try a different behavior. So my mm -hmm. suggestion is as soon as you come home, ignore them. Muna. Yes, but you have to wait. Uh, it's going to be a pain yeah. for the first few tries or days <laughs> up to a week. But all you have to do is just ignore. Really, just ignore lang muna. Go cold turkey. Tapos, pag bumabana energy niya, that's when you actually call your dog and then say, Hey, you know what? Are you calm? I'm right here. Good dog. Okay? So that's what I would advise for everybody then who's listening to the podcast. Now, we're doing it all wrong kasi. Uh, when the dog is puppy, pag, as soon as we come home, we go, Hey, that is home. Diba? We're the one Guilty. who's initiating that behavior. <laughs> diba? And now you have uh, a 50-pound 
plus dog, diba? trying to do the same behavior when they were small. Diba? And now, whose fault is it? Diba? So um, we just have to counter condition that. So you, should tr- you can try that first. Tina, your light went off. I did because I was taking a picture of you for Artie. <laughs> I ah, told him okay, I I, we said hi to I you. I love the light. I love I love the light. Because yeah. I'm gonna try that, coach. I'm gonna try that on my on on the bill collectors, you know, that come <laughs> to the house. I just ignore them. How do you do it? Like, you ignore them. A week, two weeks, three weeks. How, how long? Yeah, eventually they go away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, until they go away. Eventually they go home. away and then your lights go out. <laughs> and then your lights go away too. <laughs> I'll try that, but you know, I will need like a ladder and stuff because I, I there's no way past. The front door and the front gate, it's like a moat with alligators, but the alligator is a golden retriever just full of love, you know? That's what I'm dealing with. Just go through, (laughs) all right? Power through, ignore, try as hard as you can to ignore uh, the... The no, the bark, the attention getting behavior. So that would work. That would work. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> but, because we trained them that way, and now we have to try even harder to, for them to unlearn that or uh, try other behaviors. Okay, so where were we? Nasa na ibang ano? Tanong natin tina. Uh, we are on question number I think five. Have more time or have more money? Ah, oh, more money. <laughs> <laughs> Because somehow I think if I have more money, I could don't have to work, and then I'll have more time. But that's just me, my irrational brain working. <laughs> I like I like that too. <laughs> yeah, more money, don't work. You have more time. Right. More money, and then more time for Tito Clock. <laughs> yes, there, there you go. All right, Coach. Next question. All right, know all the world's languages or speak with animals. Animals, definitely. Definitely Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather read minds or see into the future? Would I rather be? Would you rather read minds or see into the future? Future. Oh. Because you can imagine what everyone's thinking. Oh, my God. (laughs) You'd probably end up hating everybody. (laughs) I know what you're thinking. (laughs) You'd know what the senators are thinking while you're seated. No. Well, I mean, if I could do the future, yeah, I would definitely be buying stocks and you know there, there's a lot you can do with that right reading people's minds is you could end me in a very dark place you know because yeah <laughs> all right if you are going to get a text from rocket what would it be is there any food <laughs> it's just that's that's seems to be like all that dog thinks about is just Food. It's just always food. Yeah. All right. Tina? Would you rather have a million peso or hear what your dogs are thinking? Uh, the, the latter. The latter. Okay. Uh, it fascinated me how what, what goes on in that in that mind. I've always wondered how it works and how they would sound if they talked and what they would be thinking. And it really, it, it's very fascinating for me. And then now that I just learned about that, that they don't have a concept of time, which makes perfect sense. They don't have watches. They don't have jobs. You know? <laughs> They just work on instinct for everything. So, yeah, hearing their minds and their thoughts. All right. Follow-up question. question. Yeah. So, how about $1 million? Oh. Versus hear what your dog is thinking. (laughs) You make these hard, huh? I'll still go with the dogs because somehow I think that if I was the only person in the world that could hear what the dogs are thinking, I could make a million dollars out of that. Surely, <laughs> easily. Yes. I, w- I would be like, <laughs> I'm the only one. Mm-hmm. 
All right, okay. Tina. What's one dog quality you wish you had? Oh man, the complete non-judgmental, non-judgmental. I know that's easier said than done because you know, but you know what I mean with a dog. It's like they just, they just react on how you treat them or how you are with them. They don't, they don't, they never look at okay, well he did this or that, and he's a drug addict or he did this and he he once slept with his friend's girlfriend. No, it's literally how this relationship is the basis of everything um, or a feeling, right? Because if they don't know you, you don't have a relationship, you look like a bad person, they'll growl at you. But it's always in the instance, a so non-judgmental. And I guess the that, that thing about, I said about living in the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. All right. And your final question. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for being on the show. You're I'm, I'm aiming for a canine out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that was a Tita joke right there. That was really bad. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I'm a benta. That, that's the no, the benta, benta, benta. K9 out of... That was a good oh, one. Dude, yeah. <laughs> All right, Papi. Your final question. Uh, you know what they say in a pattern? There's always this one dog who's going to inspire you and then uh, be with you through your ups and downs. It's like a wife in a pattern. There's always a woman behind a successful man. For you, who is the dog behind James Deacon? Oh, man. I would love to say it was, it was, I would love to say it was Charlie because, you know, Charlie is my dog. Um, and so is Stips. But uh, I, all right. Because Charlie's mine. Mm-hmm. Rocket's not mine, but Rocket is has become that persona in I mean, I can't take a golden retriever to the to the unit, but it, it just doesn't work, right? So Rocket has become a little bit more in terms of if it's my public persona, he gets he fits everywhere. I can I mean we, he's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So he's part of my my persona. So in a way, I guess Rocket. Mm-hmm. There you go. So marami na palaki pinagsamahan ni Rocket. Well, you look at this, right? I'll show you this. <laughs> this is my son gave me this for Christmas. So, I'll take the glare off. You see that? Oh. You see what's up there in my hand? <laughs> Where is Rocket now? Well, Ro- Rocket's with his owner. That's the thing. I don't own Rocket. Rocket is not oh, my dog. Oh, man. <laughs> Rocket belongs to my out. man. Yeah, but I, th- huh? I thought he Ro- Rocket kind of hangs out there, too. He does. But okay. today's not a working day anymore, so uh, <laughs> oh. it's oh. locked down. And all that. But otherwise, yes, Rocket would be here. Um, he because he just fits in a handbag. And- <laughs> <laughs> he just fits in a handbag and say, "Yeah, no, dala <laughs> I'm telling you, Tina, you should get uh, no, your own handbag for COVID. I know. I'll, I'll put that but, up later. But yeah, no, he's normally here for that. Papi James, day. thank you so much mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. sparing us an hour, more than a little more than an hour of your time. It definitely means a lot. And hearing hearing from you that the 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 country is ready now for service dogs, I think uh, dog coach Francis here is very inspired to just start yep, start yep. that. Let's just, do this. Uh-huh. So and then like you to get this started people are not going to know what to do unless they have somebody taking charge leading the way like uh 
as Steve Jobs once said before, which could apply in a way, is how do they know what they want if I haven't invented it yet? Well, mm -hmm. we're not inventing service dogs, but we don't have them here yet. Mm -hmm. So the people won't really know their value until you show them and tell them this is how it can enrich your life and enrich the dog's life. And then you'll see it. it'll catch on. And you don't, the beautiful thing about it is you don't need to push it because it will find its organic place in society and it will grow at a pace that hopefully is more manageable if you, you know, you give you time to to work on it thank you so much that's very inspiring coming from the man the voice oh, oh. the tito the james d Wait, <laughs> speaking of tito where can we catch you mm -hmm. oh. you can uh fridays tito clock uh 5 p.m every on facebook live you're there's also instagram deaconitis that's deacon with an itis in the end and there's also tiktok as well i use the handle the Tito Talker. So um, <laughs> you can't really escape me. <laughs> if you're online on social, uh, chances are I'm going to pop up on your news feed and <laughs> annoy you. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Yeah. yeah. So we'd Thanks, like guys. to say thank you, Lang Dan, uh, everybody who joined the live stream to Samantha, Perver, Ayanna, uh, so uh, to oh, Andrew wow. Neri, to Bang, to Riel, who's asking about Rocket. Oh, I guess we answered hi, that. Hi, Peter James. Oh, uh, How's Rocket now? No, we were. Yeah. I thought we were uh, recording and we weren't getting live comments. Oh, well. <laughs> that a lot of people had tuned in. So thank you. James Deacon, thank you so much. Uh, I We hope we get to invite you again in future episodes and yeah. talk about dogs. Sure. Love to. I'd love to. Anytime. Totally open to this. Yeah. Tina, good job na surprise ako with our guests. Ang ganda po. So, ang ganda ko ngayon. <laughs> Papi James, hindi ko na 20, 20 ganda points. I'll, I'll send you some sisig, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, we're saying goodnight, Coach. All right, this has been your host, Dog Coach Francis with... Tina Ryan. Saying keep healthy. Keep safe. And don't forget to pet your dog. See you on the next Bye. one. And that's it for today's episode. You can catch Dog Behind the Human on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms. Be sure to follow our social media pages at Dog Coach Francis on Instagram, Facebook, and on YouTube. You can also follow Tina Ryan on Facebook with handle name Tina Ryan or on Instagram with The Tina Ryan. And so, like we always say, keep healthy, keep safe, and don't forget to pet your dog. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>